I don't. Do you have any three coupons? Pardonnez-moi. S'il vous plaît. week's episode of Fem Finance. Hello. We hope you're well. That's right. And today we're going to talk about dividends. Yes, dividends are really fascinating, let me tell you. Um, it means money payouts, basically. So dividend income is the payout of your earnings from you owning a piece of a company in the form of a stock versus capital appreciation, which would be when you make money when the price of a stock that you hold over time goes up. Money, 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 money. Right. But you hold those, see? Yes. And so <clears throat> you have an actualization that you need to do to cash that sucker out, but you got to sell that stock. So for today, we're talking about holding the stock and making money off of it quarterly. That's right. Dividends. Yes. Dividend payments again, are typically made quarterly, but sometimes you'll see them made semi-annually. Okay. Yeah, very rarely. I have really not come across any semi-annually um, that I can speak of, primarily their quarterly payouts. And you're looking for quarterly statements, you know, from the company to track those dividends. Right. And in my technical analysis part two video, I actually went over a stock that did pay out dividends and it had the earnings right there uh, notated in the stock chart. So that's something to look for too. Yeah, it's all connected. Connected. Yes. So two reasons that companies uh, issue dividends, like why do they pay us? Why do we reap that benefit quarterly? Well, number one would be to reward their owners. You know, because you bought from them, they want to give you a little piece back. Uh, number two, to attract new would-be shareholders who may be interested in receiving such a steady stream of dividend income, you know, in the next quarter, maybe. Yeah. Especially if the company is doing well. Most know. definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So dividend, what, what would be the amount of a typical dividend that one should expect quarterly? Well, it depends. Right. It's a percentage <laughs> of the earnings. Yeah, yeah. Right. So typically your dividends represent about 1% to 40% of your total returns, you know, that an investor gets, though, within their portfolio. Mm -hmm. it depends on, you know, how many dividend stocks that you have bought into, typically. Right. You know, your portfolio valuation um, comprised in its composite um, could be very low in dividend yielding uh, stocks. Some yield, some stocks yield higher dividends than others. For sure. Like, uh, well, REITs, you mm -hmm. know, they, they, they yield higher dividends. Mm -hmm. uh, typically, I think I read somewhere that they have to pay out, like a lot of them have to pay out like 90% of their uh, earnings to their, you know, holders. To their shareholders. Yeah, to yeah. their shareholders. Well, what is a dividend yield, though, that you mentioned, Shirley? So a dividend yield mm -hmm. is a um, is the percentage of the earnings that the company pays out 
to the investors via dividends. Via returns. Via returns, yes. yes. And there's a formula that they use to calculate the actual dividend yield. And so it's dividends per share divided by the current price per share. Right. Yay. Pretty simple calculation, actually. True. Um, but it's helpful to know it. You know. Um, profit options. What are those? What are those? Profit options. <laughs> it's uh, we use earnings to reinvest back into the business and also to buy back stock or to invest in other companies. So a company stock will provide, you know, these type of options. The common stockholders have a say-so in what your company does with its earnings, hence with your dividends. Um, and so you can participate in that process. Loose, yes. Loosely by voting of directors for the company and that type of thing, but you're more than likely not going to do that. So you want to pick stocks with dividend yields that match, you know, the return that you're looking for quarterly, typically. And you'd also... Well, you'd also want to look for companies that have a history of paying out dividends because in some sectors, um, and you know, they fall on hard times and so then they cut the dividends that they pay or they might, might not even pay dividends. They might mm -hmm. skip paying dividends. But there yep. are stocks like Microsoft that, has been, that have been paying dividends for the past, what, 30 years. Exactly, and they're not probably not going to go away but you brought up a good point that there are some possible consequences of being a shareholder you know looking for that dividend payout is mostly if the company goes belly up you lose your earnings and your original investment so you you lose the dividends yes. as well as what you put into it so what you're saying is you want to look for those preferred stocks yes in the example that you gave us um, and those benefits for finding preferred stocks and their yields um, would be your ownership unit of the company, you know, that you actually have. Mm -hmm. um, they're slightly less risky than common stocks, um, and you typically receive bigger dividend payouts than from common stocks. Uh, some are fixed or guaranteed dividends, and those are pretty cool. And then some companies do not give both common and preferred stocks. They only give to preferred stockholders. So that's something to watch out for. You know, you can't always buy into, you know, everything that you want in certain cases. Right. Yeah. All right. What else? Show me the money. Just, <laughs> just send it to my account, every, you know, every quarter. Right. I'm fine with that. <laughs> and then I can choose to do what I want with it. Right, Shirley? That's exactly right. Okay, or so you could reinvest it yeah and just automatically have it have your account set up to roll over and automatically reinvest into more um a bigger bites of that company in your ownership pretty cool yeah yeah or just you know cash it out you know i don't know it depends on the amount that you put into it it could be a hefty little payout or it depends on your strategy true very true as in how long you hold on to it you know yeah if you buy more of it or get rid of some, who knows? Depends on the performance of that um, dividend yielding stock though, right? Correct. Yeah. All right, cool. So dividend income, Shirley. Yeah. So a lot of people 
set up their portfolio so that they have X percent of their portfolio paying them dividends a month. So, and they depend on that portfolio as, you know, part of their uh, income. Yeah, yeah, to live. To live off of. Well, actually, I guess it would be per quarter. You right. Know, so they get like, you know, the dividends payouts, you know. There There are some monthly though. Yeah, there are some monthly. Yeah, there are. You bring up a good point there. Those are pretty neat. Yeah. They're usually lower yield though. Yeah. So that's something to look for or something to take note of when you are looking for stocks to invest in that pay dividends. Yep. So value investors want to make that money from those value stocks, you know, relative to their growth, just like you're saying. I like it. Right. Yeah. And typically a lot of dividend high, well, a lot of dividends uh, paying stocks aren't really growth stocks. A, a lot of them aren't, but some of them are. You know, some of them have the growth potential, like yes. the snowflake that I was talking about uh, in a prior uh, uh, video. Yes. But other higher paying or more steadily paying dividend stocks, you know, are 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 more could be more blue chip or more established. Yes. So they have less growth potential. Yes. Yes. They're consistent though. They're steady yes. payouts, you know, and a lot of people that are especially retired, they're looking for that, you know, that quarterly payout that's pretty surefire, you know, so maybe they have a lot of their um, dividend stocks, you know, in that kind of sector, you know, more safe sector, mm -hmm. you know, that's a strategy. Less risky. Less, yeah, less risky. Let's just say that. Nothing safe. No. In the market or in love and war. Right. <laughs> Um, so, but typically large stocks tend to pay out higher dividend yields uh, than smaller stocks, typically, is what you're really saying. Yes. You know, looking for the surefire larger company. Mm -hmm. um, but there's no perfect percentage that you're looking for. You know, there's no real average that you're looking for because it really does depend on the size of the stock um, and the growth of that stock. It could explode from last quarter and your yield could go from something crazy like 2%, you know, up to 40%. Right. Who knows? It happens. We've seen it. Yeah. We've seen it even, you know, within the last few months. Um, you know, pretty cool. Yes. But it takes a lot of tracking, you know, the dividend growth quarterly and doing a lot of research into those actual companies that you, you know, have your, your stockholdership in. Yeah. More work on your part. Mm -hmm. But you know, you also reap rewards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so we talked about value versus growth stocks a little bit. Sounds good. What else? Uh, equity risk premiums. Okay. What are those? What are those? What are those? Well, they're possible where investor demand extra return from stocks, um, I can't, during periods of high economic, geopolitical, or market risks. Mm. So to me, that sounds like what's going on now. <laughs> <laughs> That's just to me. That sounds can't pretty read interesting. read my own writing, but I read between those lines. <laughs> right. So market is kind of uh, shady right now. <laughs> 
It, you know? it's yeah it's so, having a moment right so having having an extended moment yes we're, we're um you know hoping for the best very very soon but you know let's say some of those that used to be higher dividend yield kind of companies their returns since last quarter and maybe into next quarter have decreased substantially because of what's going on you know in our climate in our geopolitical and you know economic climate yeah. climate it's sad. It's life. But we've seen it over the years in the market go up and down. Roller coaster. That's what it is. It's a roller coaster. Absolutely. Um, what are drips? Uh, dividend reinvestment plans. All right. So those are ways to invest in stocks without having a brokerage account. Um, so you yourself would enroll directly into a drip. And it allows you as the investor to purchase stock directly from the publicly traded company itself. So it's kind of like um, one of those certificates, the ADRs kind of concept. Okay. Where you go straight to, you know, that that party. Okay. It's kind of like that, but not, don't quote me, it's not exactly like that. But that's what it reminds me of, you know. You just kind of do your research into the company, you know, and go straight to the company's site and there there is a way to purchase straight from them, you know. Where there's a will? There is a way. That's right. You know, you might have to work for it a little bit harder, but you have full control over it, you know, really is the point. So a lot of corporations offer these programs with loyalty programs, okay. and I know you can speak on that. Um, so let's say you work for a company, and then you no longer work for the company, but before you left... You exercise, exercise your options. Your options. That's, so that's right. Exactly the concept of what we're talking about here um, with that loyalty kind of program. You just need a one share minimum so okay. for these drips. That's it. One share minimum. Um, the goal is to reinvest your dividend income into more shares of that company's stock through, let's say, an example would be automated kind of robo investing. Right. You know, that yeah. would be another way. Um, dividend yields. We've talked a lot about dividend yield, um, but those are just the equity, the, what equity investors enjoy, you know, quarterly, that, that extra bit of money. It can be pennies, it can be dollars, it can be thousands, it can be have millions, who knows? Depends it depends on, how, much, on how, how many shares. Right. Yeah. You know? How much you invest, what you get out, what you can put in. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some kind of cautionary tales, I would say. When you're looking to invest in some of these companies, you know, as they change in their performance quarterly, you do have some risk. You need to watch for excessively changing dividend yields, um, which can be a red flag for some companies. You know, maybe it's just like a fake company. Right. And we've seen that. Yes. Um, you know, I, I've seen that within the last few months from Japan, a lot from China. A lot from China. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. Sus. Very much so. Sus. Anyway, so red flag. But the good signs that you want to look for are more more money flowing into the business than what's flowing out. Right. You know, so you actually have to look at how much the money's or a company is generating that quarter to They're, make that determination. Yeah, look at their PE. Exactly. Look at the PE. Um, and then number two, you want to look for financially strong enough returns 
you know, for that money going back into the shareholders and to see that that company doesn't need to keep extra money as cash uh, within their own accounts to meet their basic business obligations. Like maybe they're struggling a little bit, you know, so they're not they're not coughing up all their potential uh, dividend earnings. payouts yeah. and earnings. Yeah, exactly. So you're looking for the overall health of the company as being an indicator um, or related to its dividend yield. I yes. Say a, a correlation, let's just say. <laughs> um, so you're looking for cash flow problems with the company. Right. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. So the dreaded is now what we talk about because you're getting this extra money quarterly, right? Right. Okay, but it but it's free to your account, right? Well, maybe. It is. It's it, nothing in life is free. That's right. <laughs> so we're talking about not death, but we're talking about taxes. Right. And so that's that sure <laughs> <laughs> So you're going to be taxed on your dividends. Um, and there's some ways that you can kind of go about that taxation concept. Okay. Tell me um, about it. Well, really it has to depend. It depends on how much your, your actual income is okay. that you make. Um, it really has a lot to do one you know, as a very new investor to dividends may not realize, you know, you're just churning all this extra money, bam, bam, bam. But, you know, what, Uncle Sam, you're right. going to file your taxes that next year. So you're looking for, you know, how long did you hold on to that stock? You know, when did you buy it? How long have you held it for? Was right. it a month? Was it a year? If it was more than a year, or was it less? You know, so your taxes are impacted by the length of your hold of these dividend stocks. A political climate really impacts your yearly taxation and your long-term versus your short-term capital gains percentage. Right. Whether it be 15%, 25%, whatever. Right. You know. But I would recommend having a, an accountant who is familiar yeah. with all of these types of yes. things so that you don't have to be yes. the expert in everything. You don't need to be caught up in the weeds with, you know, the, like the question you asked. You know, nobody, if you're doing all that much working, you have a regular job, you're doing all of this, you know, investing and, and, and trading and this type of thing, you, you're not an accountant, you know, as, I well. Mean, as well, more than likely. Maybe you are. Maybe you are. <laughs> Maybe you think you're so proficient, but I know that, you know, dealing with Uncle Sam, I don't think that I would be. Right. Personally, and I'd also like get you. I'd also like to have somebody else to offload that risk to, because uh -huh. if I get audited, they're going to come to the accountant first as a fiduciary. Right, exactly, uh -huh. exactly. So you take the onus and the burden off of you, you know, and put it onto that third party that you're paying, you know, to crunch all those numbers and figure out like, do you need to sell? Do you need to hold this one? You know, let's say you have a ton of shares sitting out there making you a ton of dividends like you need to make some decisions that you know are that are surrounded by taxation yes unfortunately yeah you're not going to get away from it um so you have taxes typically account for as much as two percentage points from a typical mutual fund investors annual average returns over time but that's just an example of one type you know, you could be caught up in, in all different types of dividend yields. You know, you could be reinvesting some. You could be cashing out some. Your taxation will be impacted either way. Right. For sure.
Um, so income tax brackets impact your investment decisions would be your big idea. Um, so you're looking, an example would be withdrawing from a bond income, or let's say you take out from your traditional IRA. All right. <clears throat> All right. So right. that's going to impact your taxation as well. True. You know. Um, so look for your current law each year. And you really need to, I know we really kind of glossed over the short-term uh, capital gains versus long-term capital gains. But essentially, long-term would be if you're holding on to that stock for at least one year. Yes. And one day. A year and a day. That's it. You know, short-term gains would be less than one year. I well, believe it's 15% for this year. Is it 15 and 25 still? I don't know. It changes every no. year. So yes, you really need to look at it for this next right. year. Right. Yeah. To make my own decisions. Right. <laughs> Which is good. But thanks for joining us in our talk about dividends. Yes. We look forward to, if you would, drop us some comments and let us know what kind of recommended high yield, high dividend yielding um, you know, commendations you can give to us. Yeah. You know, discussion points. Or questions. We may not be able to answer them, but we'll try. Yeah. <laughs> questions will be good. We're well-researched, and if we don't know, we'll look into it. That's right. You know this. We're always learning. All right. Well, till the next time. See you next time. Hey, make sure that you like. And subscribe. Yes. And hit the notification bell. You got it. For to be notified of our new entries every new video each time ding ding take care bye, bye. oh wait <laughs>